At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is Finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hour number three of primetime action here on VEASANVEASAN.com. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. We got some baseball going on. There has been more runs scored in most of these games, Kelly. Let's take a look at what's going on. Yeah, right now the Phillies doubling up the Reds now 6-3. to three. Uh, That game in the bottom of the fifth inning. If you wanted to jump in live, you can get 10-1 to one on the Reds. <laughs> Don't know how interesting that is to anybody out there. Uh, 13 and a half, the live total in that game just in the fifth inning. The Cubs have a uh, three to nothing lead over the Cardinals right now. That game in the top of the fourth. Live numbers off the board for a bunch of these games right now for some reason. Um, we have the Brewers and Dodgers scoreless. That game just getting going in the first inning. Uh, first pitch probably just occurred there. White Sox with a two to one lead over the Orioles. Uh, if you want to get in live with me and Matt, you get plus two thirty five on the Orioles. Well, they took our boy Spencer out, and like things are not going well right now. Ugh. Yeah, our, two, our two boy, on for the White Sox, one yeah. out, top of the set. Our boy Spencer was doing us good, and Spencer is is now in the dugout, and things are going things are going south. Angels and Rays, that game is scoreless. We are in the top of the seventh. Live numbers off the board. Yeah, it's going to be a tough luck. No decision for McClanahan there for the Rays, who just having an unbelievably awesome season for them. Six innings, nine Ks for him in that one, but the Rays couldn't get anything across for him. So 0-0, he exits, and Thompson comes in for the Rays. 
The uh, Angels, yeah, Angels Rays, that game scoreless. Yeah, no live numbers currently up for that. Blue Jays and Red Sox, that game tied at two apiece. Uh, we are into the top of the seventh of that game. Live numbers currently off the board. They are in a commercial break. Uh, Cubs, three to nothing over the Cardinals. Already hit that one. Astros and Twins, all tied up at one apiece, bottom of the third. Astros minus 375 live, though. Twins plus 285, eight and a half your total. Um, and then the only other game going right now, Diamondbacks and Royals. That one's scoreless in the bottom of the third inning. And uh, Brewers and Dodgers, by the way, about to get underway. It's going to close minus 255, Andrew Heaney. And uh, the Doyers uh, laying to the Brewers there, plus 215, 8.5, juicy over, minus $1.15. All right, Kelly, let's get to your betting card here, and then we'll talk a little bit of strategy before we head into the NFC East. Yeah, so yeah, as I was saying before, I, I, there will be a couple guys I'm going to be looking to get in live on. Probably, mm-hmm. you know, Rory, Xander, Rom, kind of all on my list. First round leader bets, I haven't made those yet. Uh, I do have Aaron Wise and Corey Connors circled, though, uh, on on that uh, card. I think that they might be able to come out strong tomorrow and shoot some shoot some uh, a strong opening round number. Aaron, Aaron Wise, he was yeah, he was popping in the model a lot. I just don't have I just don't have the stones to really play him in any serious market with all the talented golfers that are out there this week so I might look at those guys in first round leader the only other bet I did make for Corey Connors I did a top 10 on him without starting strokes at plus 135 um, as you guys talked about just his total driving really really standing out this week in the field okay so with starting strokes uh, Sung JM grabbed him 30 to 1 so make that 3 for 3 I guess for us on the show tonight as, as far as back in Sung JM at this tournament also played him without starting strokes just kind of split that bet a little bit uh also, without starting strokes, outright winner played Joaquin Neiman, thirty to one. Billy Horschel, fifty to one. Then, um, and then the other top ten did did play a Sung J M top ten there, and then Corey Connors, top ten. Just a couple other notes on some of these guys. Uh, Wes, you mentioned a couple times Billy Horschel, four top tens of the Tour Tour Championship, coming in with twenty eighth on Tour driving accuracy, thirtieth in greens and regulation. Even if you want to look at around the green, twentieth on Tour around the green this season, fourteenth. Uh, strokes gained putting. So that kind of stood out to me. Sung Jay's gained strokes off the tee in 11 straight tournaments, third on tour in total driving right now, 29th in accuracy, like you were talking about, 37th in fairway proximity. So um, this is uh, this is a guy I'm really keyed in on Sung Jay this week. It's been a lot of these guys that I've been playing the past couple weeks. So hopefully one of them can get home and win a, give us a nice payday as we end the season. Yeah, we can only, again, we can only hope here, but it's it's one of those deals where this is a, it is a pretty tough mm-hmm. tournament to mm-hmm. to bet just in general because again there there are going to be varying levels of motivation come the weekend and you know Wes when we look it and it makes total sense right because we're talking about first place is eighteen million dollars yes. where second is six and a half yes. and then third is five but you get I mean finishing all the finishing all the way down to tenth place you're still making seven figures here so yep. you know guys in that. 16 to 30 range Mm -hmm. have every motivation to just play as aggressive as humanly possible because 16th is 720 where dead last is 510 and like listen not to say that 200 I'm not I'm not scoffing at $200,000 but the difference between 720 where you're at 16th and 1.5 at 8th is a lot of money so I mean absolutely so just going absolutely crazy when it comes to being aggressive for these guys like completely pays off as to where someone who might be three strokes in the lead heading in on Sunday. Again, first is 
fifteen million dollars. Mm -hmm. So different levels of, yeah, of the, motivation. The money's the biggest mm -hmm. motivator, clearly. But if you're also looking at the fact that last chance to make an impression for Davis Love mm -hmm. the third for the President's Cup. By the way, the six qualified for Team USA: Scheffler, Cantlay, Shoffley, Burns, Thomas, and Finau. They are already on the team, and now with Zalatoris taken out, so you look at some of these guys that aren't yet captains' picks. Mm -hmm. You would expect Spieth and Morikawa, I think, clearly to be put on that team, but. The Max Homas and the Billy Horschels mm -hmm. and the Cameron Youngs, uh, JT Poston, you know, those type of guys. Guys got a lot of motivation, I think, to try to make that squad of 12 against an international team that we have no idea if maybe a couple of these guys that are on this international team are going to be going to live golf. So perhaps KH Lee, if you're looking on the international mm -hmm. side, could be some motivation for him this week. And, and Wes, I mean, again, we're – I'm not going to sit here and try try and handicap someone's mental state. Right. Or but like, I, yeah, it's but, hard to do. But Billy Horschel seems like the type of dude that would be motivated by trying to make the president. I mean, it just seems like that type of guy. He's been jammed before because, yeah. remember, he did not get that captain's pick. I yeah. think it was Webb Simpson that actually got that captain's pick. And Billy Horschel won at Cherry Hills, I think, for the BMW, also won the Tour Championship and just got hot. And he can kind of get hot mm -hmm. in this time of the season. Remember, he won the BMW mm -hmm. PGA Championship at Wentworth. Was that last year or the year before? But he went over and won a DP World Tour event in the month of September. So, Billy Horschel. Some guys play well very early in the year, depending on geography or time of the year. Horschel's a guy that tends to get hot mm. at this point. Let's take a look here. Division a day. NFC East. And we are this is a division where, again, I think any of us, we've talked about this a couple of different times. Wouldn't surprise if anybody kind of comes out in, on top in this division. Probably pretty wide open in my opinion. I'm down on some teams more than others. That being said, look, are any of these teams exponentially better than the other? I don't really think so. So to win the division, Cowboys plus 140, Eagles plus 160. You get to the Commanders at 5-1 to one, and then the Giants at 8-1. to one. Win totals, Cowboys 10, Eagles 9.5, Commanders 8, and then the Giants at 7. Wes, I, I know we can talk the win totals here in just a second because there's there's one that you like for sure and one that I've already bet an, an alt over, but let's look at this to-win division number, and I guess the thing that sticks out here, it's almost to me just a little bit like what we're seeing in the AFC West where we talk about, listen, are the Raiders likely to be the fourth-place team? Sure. But is the difference between them and the Chiefs, where the Chiefs right. are plus 170 and they're plus 650, is there is there that big a gap in those two teams? My answer would be no. And so if we look here at the Cowboys at plus 140 and the Giants at 8-1, to one, I don't think on paper from a skill level, unless Daniel Jones really and truly is one of the five worst quarterbacks in the NFL, and you know what? He might play out to be. But in, if that is, unless that is the case... Eight to one on the Giants and plus one forty on the Cowboys just doesn't compute. To no, me. no, it doesn't. And then obviously you can see to win the division, the Eagles have gotten most of the support because mm -hmm. what were they in the uh, mid two dollar range around mm -hmm. the draft? So the Eagles obviously the very popular play. So I don't think maybe to bet that at plus one sixty at this standpoint, you know, necessarily gives you what is perceived value based on what the price was. But yeah, there's not a lot of difference, I think, uh, between these teams. I know you're low on the commanders. I'm kind of low and mm -hmm. we're, I think we might be both higher on the giants maybe uh, than the market would indicate. But yeah, 
I, I, I don't have any bet necessarily in this division. I kind of missed the boat on the Eagles, just didn't get in at the right time. I certainly think if you were prudent around the draft and they had a very good draft, and then, mm-hmm. of course, the acquisition from Tennessee for A.J. Brown, you could see that uh, everybody – Eagles are definitely the hype train here in the NFC East this year. Yeah, so, I bet it's semi-recently, Wes, mm-hmm. but I, I'm, I'm even kind of kicking myself for that because you're right. That, that number has moved enough now that it is – I, I, you're getting to a point where, like, it it hits plus one fifty or something. I don't really think you can bet this anymore. Safe, come on. What are we doing uh, here? Up. We're was that burnt. an infield hit? Yes. Golly, that was tough. I thought we were about hit. to get out of the inning. We're getting infield hit to death over here. They had bases loaded, one out. I thought we were about to get out of this. Yeah, he got there. Oh yeah, he's way there. Nice pick over there by our boy Mountcastle, but. I guess that was a tough throw. <laughs> oh, man. Well, one more run for the White Sox. This one, three to one now. Uh, win totals 10 on the Cowboys, nine and a half on the Eagles, eight on the Commanders, seven on the Giants. I have a alt over on the Giants. I took over eight, Wes, at plus 220, mm-hmm. I think it was, or 215, something like that. I think, again, I believe in Brian Dayball. I believe in this roster outside of Daniel Jones, but I also believe that Brian Dayball is a pretty good guy to have in there for a guy like Daniel Jones. I mean, right, we saw Josh Allen take a big step forward. Mitchell Trubisky now has a starting job. Yeah, Mitchell Trubisky was better. Yeah, now has a starting job in the NFL playing under him as well. So, um, you know, I took the alt here. You you like the over just the flat seven, yeah? Yeah, I do. And and look, I think the Giants, I'm also high on Wink Martindale as a defensive coordinator. Yeah. I think that he's a definite upgrade. Just an upgrade in coaching for Big Blue. No, absolutely. We'll continue here with the NFC East. Break down why this Cowboys team, I think, maybe took a step back and why this Eagles team did take as big of a step forward as they did and why everybody continues to bet them here on the other side. NFC East continues. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Primetime action here on Beasted, Matt West and Kelly. Continuing on with our discussion here of the NFC East I'm not big on the commanders. I will tell you right now, I would never, I would make every one of the other to win the division bets 10 times over before mm-hmm. I would ever make that plus 500, the five to one bet on the commanders to win this division. Just no way for me. And Wes, you're a, you're a Colts fan. So I think you have a little bit more intimate knowledge of, you know, what Carson Wentz did last year for this team. But, right. you know, just looking from an advanced metric standpoint, if you do look at the different things that, that went on with him. I mean, listen, he was one of the bottom quarterbacks in in the NFL by those standards. And then the other thing was, is I think it's the intangible stuff that I mm-hmm. know you as a, as a fan who watched every single game, it's the bonehead decision. That's a backbreaker. Yeah, it's that, the decision to throw it left-handed or the like, yeah. Hey, don't take the, sa- the not taking the sack and instead ended up fumbling or whatever. You know, there's, there's certain no. little things that good quarterbacks. And like we talk about, how is Tom Brady still playing at 45 years old and playing at a level like that? he knows when to take a sack. Mm-hmm. He knows when to throw the ball away. He knows when to do all these different little things that don't cost you games. And Carson Wentz, I think falls on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. No, that. that's a great point that you make. And that's why it's always so dangerous to just, like look at raw numbers mm-hmm. basically because you're like well 27 touchdowns seven interceptions didn't really turn the ball over mm-hmm. very much and you're looking at the raw numbers you're like hey this guy wasn't that bad 
And yeah, he got made the scapegoat, and mm-hmm. it wasn't all on him. It was, I think, on the defense. It obviously, you know, let Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence kind of carve right through him in that game that was a must-win game to get in the playoffs for the Colts. But numbers are deceiving. It was, you know, the inopportune times. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why, if you look, there was a really good piece, I think, written up at ESPN.com. Stephen Holder, who covers the Colts uh, beat for ESPN.com in the NFL, you know, mentioned about how they Colts had to use Jonathan Taylor so much in weeks 11 through 16. That usage rate was just off the charts. And why did they do that? Because Frank Reich didn't trust Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you kind of saw that last year. And then another reason why I'm kind of low on the commanders is because you never want to read too much in the off the field stuff. And I know I like to get into kind of the psychological angles and whatnot. Jack Del Rio is the defensive coordinator mm-hmm. for the Washington Commanders, and Jack Del Rio uh, kind of stepped in some some things based on what he said in the offseason. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't sit well with yep. players. And sometimes that can actually play into it and carry it over. So, yeah, I'm not very high on this team. They were 27th in DVOA last year, despite the fact everybody thought this was such a good defense. And I know Chase Young missed some time, so that number was going to be better. But he's going to miss, what did you say, the first four games of the season that's been announced. Now, the only thing I think positive for this team is that they have an easy schedule. I think it's the third easiest. But everybody in the NFC East has Mm -hmm. an easy schedule. I think Dallas has the toughest, and they were, like, ranked 10th overall out of 32 teams. Yeah, I, I I definitely like the under on eight wins for this team. I think that you're pushing basically at worst here. I understand, yes, Texans on the schedule. Yes, Falcons on the schedule. I totally understand that. There is the Bears as well. But I'm not really separating them that much from any of those teams. Mm-hmm. And so for me, Mount Castle gets on base. On base, bottom of the seventh, there zero out. Three to one. There Wesson's. we go. Lead off single there from Mount Castle. That. Now we need a two run shot by somebody there. But yeah, Wes, it's like, you know, I look here. I think the Jags are super live in week one mm-hmm. against this team. Like, I, I do too. I, like, I don't think that this is like a foregone conclusion. That's a win. And then, you you know, some of these other things were, I think, that were chalked up as wins whenever you look at this win total being set at eight. Uh, you know, look, Bears, yeah, maybe so. But look, Texans have fight in them. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe Marcus Mariota and or Ritter can make this Falcons team at least not a complete, just, you know, not just a complete beat down team every single week. And then, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit higher on the Giants than most yeah. people are. So I, I don't know, man, eight, eight to me seems like a lot. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't play the win total either mm-hmm. way. But one thing you also got to look at, I mentioned about Del Rio, of course, the head coach being Ron Rivera. Talk about a boomer bust career in the NFL. Yeah. This is a guy that, yeah, has won the coach of the year twice when he was down there at Carolina, but they had a lot of defensive talent, I think, on that team. He's only had three winning seasons in 11 years as a head coach in the National Football League and has gone over seven wins only once since 20. 16. And then I go back to Del Rio as a bottom five pass defense last year. So that was a product of a little bit of Trace Young not being able to mm-hmm. get after the passer, not being available to kill the other team's quarterback. But still, I think the coaching, you know, whereas I think the Giants got a real yep. upgrade with Dayball mm-hmm. and also Wink Martindale as a defensive coordinator. I think the Washington Commanders, I, I have some questions about that coaching. On the Dallas Cowboys side of things, again, I I think they take a little bit of a step back here. I'm not saying the Cowboys are going to be bad. That's not where I'm going with this. It's just if you look, you lose when you lose Amari Cooper and Randy Ge- Randy Gregory and, mm-hmm. and Lyle Collins and Connor Williams on the line, and then you lose Keanu Neal at the safety position, and you know Cedric Wilson even as as big a role as he played in that offense, like he's gone as well. 
And you look at what they bring in, which is not very much. Of course, James Washington going to miss the beginning of the year here. It looks like Michael Gallup is at least maybe on track for week one. He might miss the first couple of weeks as well. For yeah, they, them. Didn't, they didn't put him on the, the pup list there, yeah. right? So uh, I yeah. think that's one of those where you like think, if he's only going to miss one or two weeks, right. we don't, don't want to. Yeah, we don't yeah. want to have to like make sure and sit him for four. Uh, they do bring in Dante Fowler, which I think is a, a nice little addition there as an edge rusher. But I think what left West isn't mm-hmm. equal to what came in, and so you just kind of look here, and I, I'm, I think that this Cowboys team is neutral at best, if if not taking a small step back. Yeah, here. I think ten probably yeah. from a win total standpoint is about right. Uh, one thing that they do have as much uh, grief and rightfully so that Mike mm. McCarthy gets for some of his decision making, they do have pretty good play callers there with Kellen Moore mm. on the offense and then Dan Quinn on the defensive side. I still think this team is going to be able, even though they lose Cooper, even though they also lose uh, Cedric Wilson, I still think they're going to put up their fair share of points. They're going to be probably a top 10 offense, you would think, in the National football league the defense does give me a little bit of concern because they are very star heavy obviously yep. Micah Parsons is a big difference maker yep. so is D-Law Demarcus Lawrence is a pass rusher uh, and having a healthy D-Law but if you look at this defense if they suffer an injury from one of those mm-hmm. two guys, this becomes average and maybe even below average at best because yeah. I just don't think. Oh, that secondary is like is no. bottom yeah. third yeah, for I sure. Mean, I know Trayvon Diggs yeah. in terms of the interceptions, but if you look at the grades, man, he he, yeah. he made a lot of errors, and you don't even have to look at PFF mm-hmm. or Football Outsiders or any advanced numbers. You can just watch the film yeah. on this he guy. He was an all-or-nothing guy. He was a yeah. gambler. Mm-hmm. I mean, he gave up a lot of big plays. Yeah, this secondary – I think it's going to be a big concern. Probably Dallas going to be in their fair share of high-scoring games. Yeah, I think this is an over team to look at for sure. I think that if you wanted to tell me you wanted to play CeeDee Lamb to lead the league in receiving yards, I wouldn't talk you off of it because I think that he's in a really great position now. And if the defense is going to be bad, they're going to have to keep the foot on the gas a lot, right? And so you you can start to at least put those two things together where CeeDee Lamb, the obvious number one target now – and a team that is probably going to give up a lot of points, which means they're going to have to score a lot of points as well. I think C.D. Lamb's right up there with a Justin Jefferson and, and a Cooper Cup and all these guys as far mm-hmm. as like leading the league and receiving yards for sure. I think the I think the Michael Gallup news even just today is is huge, right, Matt? Because it is at least you know that they're confident enough that like we were saying before that it could be less than four weeks. So mm-hmm. great, you know, it, I mean, beforehand we didn't know how long it might be yeah. with with him really, and if it's if it's looking like that, great. I mean, great, because they need him back. I mean, that receiving core is pretty thin. I mean, you could see the Cowboys getting out of the blocks pretty slow here. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, Look, I mean, I think this is a lot like we talk about with the NFC North, too. It's the Eagles I might not be as high on as I am the the Vikings, but I think this is those two teams at the top have made clear steps backwards, in my opinion, and the teams that are chasing them have clearly made steps forward this year. And, and yeah, I think this division race is going to be tight. Unless I'm not as high on the Giants as you are, so to me, it's really kind of a two-team race. Yeah. But I, it, it's I, it's I mean, this is another just going to be a classic NFC East year, I think, in my opinion, where we're going to see some chaos and who knows what happens at the end. But and, I think it is going to still be the Cowboys. And if you're on the fence about that win total, and and you know, you can always gamble just a little bit. 
that they start 0-2 with the Bucks and Bengals' first mm-hmm. two games of the year, right? And yeah. then you might get a better number to, to come in on. So, you know, if you if you don't really want to pull the trigger, but you kind of lean towards the over, you might win the lottery, they go 0-2, and, and then you can come in on the I over mean, you can talk that. about win total, division, anything, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's, yeah, absolutely. You can wait till then. On the Eagles side of things, I mean, listen, the big news, they trade for A.J. Brown, they bring in Hassan Reddick, they bring in James Bradbury, the, uh, I think a, a Jaquiski Tart's going to play a ton in that secondary. They got Kazir White at linebacker. I think that, that Zach Pascal's actually going to end up getting a lot of snaps and in, in kind of yeah. In slot. He played with Sirianni by yeah. the way in Indianapolis. So so I just I, I love what the Eagles did in the offseason. I love 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 what they did in the draft, taking Jordan Davis as well for that line. I Cam Jurgens there at center. I I, I just. I really like – it's really going to come down to Jalen Hurts. They're, they're still going to run the ball, I think, yeah. pretty well. They went more run-heavy in the second half of the season. They actually worked out, and they're pretty darn deep in the backfield. Second easiest schedule in all football heading into 2022. The offensive line is absolutely fantastic here. Uh, you look defensive line with all those guys they picked up. The secondary, Adam Bradbury in there to go along with Slay. Arguably the best corner tandem in the league. I mean, there's a lot to like about this Eagles team. It really just comes down to – can Jalen Hurts complete a pass or not? Right. And that's kind of where we sit with all of this. Primetime action coming back. The heat is on right now. Heat is on. Boston. Glenn Fry. Boston. Nice job. Kelly. Baltimore <laughs> Orioles. Oh, boy. Career with bases. Jorge Mateo's hitting 182. <laughs> Career with the bases loaded. And so those guys so maybe out. that's why Rugnet Odor got walked with the four on four pitches. Oh, maybe. Yeah. So maybe you're telling him to be uh, Rudy Stein. Oh, oh, no! You gotta be the kidding me! Damn, that was a good pick. Oh, no. That was a two-run double right there. Oh. <laughs> I'm Come sorry. on, man! Moncada, that was an incredible freaking Oh, pick. no. Ooh, hey, we hadn't dude. lost yet. But no, yeah, I know. That was a little premature. Wow, we hadn't lost yet. That guy's a loser, though. Wow. It's like we got four more Plinko chips just because you dropped it into the zero on the first one. You still got time. Jorge Mateo said, I'll bat 170 with the bases loaded. Do you want to see? You want to watch me? I'll bat 170 with the bases loaded. I was about to say with Mateo uh, because uh, he he hit the ball before I could say it. Mm. Go a little Rudy Stein here with the bad news bears, where it's kind of like okay, Mm. lean into it, you know. Well, Larusa throw that elbow in there on the inside. Yeah, Larusa, the amazing manager that he is, came in and uh, brought a new pitcher who had four straight balls to walk the previous batter. But no, no, Mateo, Uh. go up there and swing away. First pitch swinging. Man, oh man, oh man! We're gonna win this bet now. I've got, I've got that feeling. We've got, we've gotten too many in-game bad beats. We're gonna win this bet. Mount I, Castle's doing it all tonight. He's gonna do a two-run, three-run home run, walk-off, bottom of the ninth. Call is that, it is that, that's, that's where we're gonna go. With calling this? it, calling it now. Yep. Well, uh, I mean, we gave the update on that one. We might as well give the update on the rest of them while we're at it, so that we can. Uh, so the way people are going, okay, you're talking about one game. How about the rest <laughs> of the games out there? Uh, Phillies look like they're in good shape. That is six to 6-3 over the Reds right now in the seventh inning. Uh, if you wanted to hop in live on the Reds in the top of the inning, it is to 10-1 live on them, 11.5 your live total. Um, White Sox 3, Orioles 1. Mm. You can get plus 540 on the Orioles, 5.5 your total. 
Angels Rays, guess what? Still haven't seen a run in that game. Uh, we are into the top of the eighth inning. Rays minus 140 on the money line. Angels plus 110. Your grand live total set at one and a half. <laughs> <laughs> minus 135 to the over. Um, Blue Jays, Red Sox still uh, tied at two. I feel like every time I look over at that screen, I see bases loaded, but nobody's scoring. Um, that is top of the eighth inning there in Boston. If you wanted to jump in live, Red Sox minus 135, Blue Jays plus 105, six and a half your total. Cubs with that three to one lead over the Cardinals uh, in the bottom of the fifth. Cubs minus 360, Cardinals plus 280. Uh, total set at seven and a half. Astros up on the Twins, two to one, bottom of the fifth. Uh, Astros minus 540 live, Twins plus 390, six and a half year live total, juiced heavily to the over at minus 150. Uh, Diamondbacks with an early. Well, no longer scoreless. <laughs> yep. Oh, we got a run? Mike Trout, he hits the ball far. Oh, yeah, he's good at baseball. Yep. Mike Trout hits the ball far. Solo uh, shot, top of the eighth inning, the Angels. Lead the Rays one to nothing. Diamondbacks one to nothing lead over the Royals in a game that I'm sure everybody's locked in on. Uh, minus two thirty five live on the Diamondbacks plus one ninety on the Royals and the numbers all just came off the board. Uh, and then the Dodgers and Brewers, yes, in the first inning hits that's two to one. Uh, bottom of the first live numbers currently off the board two to one Dodgers bottom of the first. Yes, that um, Kelly. If we weren't already in the Ryan Mountcastle fan club. The one run for the Cardinals came on a solo shot by Lars Newtbar, who I think would be the primetime action player of the of our rest of the season here. Well, if it Vogelbach wasn't already, if it wasn't Kirk. already, yeah. But wouldn't you like to root for Lars Newtbar? Yeah. La- oh, here it is, Lars Newtbar. Yep. Let me check this guy out. Yeah. I mean, listen, Lars Taylor Tatsuchi Newtbar. Lars Newtbar, isn't he playing in the DP World Tour event uh, starting tomorrow? <laughs> that sounds like a name of a guy I bet in golf. Lars Newtbar, nice uh, Scandinavian boy. Lars Newtbar has actually been on fire here for this Cardinals team. And uh, anyway, he hits a solo shot to get them on the board in the fifth inning there. So they are trailing three to one now to that Cardinals squad. But boy, if we didn't, if we didn't already have, we didn't already have Mountcastle. It's a solid Lars, name. Lars Newtbar would be our guy. Real solid name. We'll have to keep him in mind for next year. Lar- Lars Newbar. You know, we'll just, we'll just write him down for later on. Look at these NFC East passing props. And I don't want to just glance over. I mean, we, we kind of ran out of time just a little bit on the on the Eagles. I mean, th- there were some seriously good pickups for this Eagles team. And, again, Wes, I, I, know, I know it sounds so simplistic whenever we just try and say, like, well, you know, it really comes down to is Jalen Hurts any mm-hmm. good or not. But it's very hard – to argue that he has been given everything. Yes. And it is, I mean, you're arguably the number one offensive line in the entire league. You have A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith, Zach Pascal, and then Dallas Goddard. What else do you need right there? It's it's like, hey, man, you got you to gotta go out there and prove you're it. You're out of point. excuses. Yeah, yeah. You're absolutely out of excuses if you're Jalen Hurts because, uh, you know, Howie Roseman and the entire front office, the Eagles, I, I think they were one of the big winners, obviously, yes. not just in the draft, but in terms of the trade market, in terms of free agency, they have very good coaches. I think Nick Sirianni is a very mm-hmm. solid coach. I think uh, Jonathan Gannon eventually is going to be yep. a head coach in the NFL, probably in relatively short order, a really good defensive coordinator. So all the coaching is there. All the 
the potential is there. So I get and, why the Eagles are the hype machine and, in this and, division. And the defense should be good to where they're not playing from behind all the time. So right. the pressure on him shouldn't be. I mean, like, it really is. It's like you you look at what's going on here with 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 Jalen Hurts, and it's kind of like, hey, man, like you've mm-hmm. you're, you're, you got a defensive line that has Fletcher Cox and Hassan Reddick and Derek Barnett and they took Jordan Davis for the first. I mean, like, right. like it's like it's like that's there. You've got a secondary with Darius Slay, James Bradbury, Jaquiski Tart. I mean, like you you got a good defense that ain't going to put you in too many holes. And so, one of the best offensive lines in the NFL, one of the best receiving cores in the NFL. It's kind of like put up, or we're probably going to be looking elsewhere. I would imagine. Yeah, because they have, I think, a great core there. Mm. And you mentioned about Cox and then the kid Davis. So you've got a guy that can mentor eventually mm. what is going to be his replacement, uh, assuming he'll buy into doing that. But the talent is there for the Eagles. And what you mentioned about the offensive line too, it's one of the best groups in the league. Remember, I think it was two seasons ago, or it might have been three seasons ago, where they didn't start like the same offensive yep. line more than one week in a row. Mm. Basically, they never had the same offensive line two games in a row. And now because they had to go through that pain and that, you know, trouble and that tumult a few years ago, now they've all got experience and they've all played together. So it's one of the better groups up front. And I, unlike the Cowboys, I would not recommend waiting on a win total for the Eagles if you want the Eagles because it's Lions, Commanders, Jags, Cardinals, Cowboys, Steelers, Texans, Commanders, Mm -hmm. all to start the season. Now, there is a Vikings game in there, and I told you I've professed my love for the Vikings team. But, I mean, outside that, that's how they start the season. So, they better bank early wins or it's going to be a disappointing season. So, unlike the Cowboys where I'm like, hey, you know, they might start 0-2 and still have a good season because they just play really two tough games to start the season. That is not what's going on here with this squad. Like, there's a bunch of bankable wins early here. So, yeah. you, you you should probably not wait on this one if you like the overall. Yeah, it, it sets up good for them. Mm. I'm kind of leaning Detroit, though, in that week one. Mm. I want to see if I can get a little bit more, maybe at four and a half. Because uh, remember the Eagles, uh, Detroit was competitive in most of their games last year. But 44 to six, uh, they got beat up at four mm. field by the Philadelphia Eagles. So, it's good to get a team that kicked the crap out of you, I think, in week one to kind of, you know, you're certainly going to be obviously motivated to face them right away. Yeah. If we, uh, we look at some of these, these props that you can bet as we head into the season from a passing perspective, I think it's all pretty, it's all pretty in line, except for me, the only, the only way you can bet Jones and Wentz would be unders, because I think there is a non-zero chance. Both of them get benched throughout the course of the season, like uh, at some point during the season. So I'm never betting an over on either one of those guys because the chance of them hitting the bench is far, far too high for me to Mm -hmm. ever, to ever do that. And the Hurts prop, I don't know what to do with, so it's probably a pass for me because nobody ran and had more rushing attempts at quarterback than Jalen Hurts did. Uh, And we know that that team can run the football. I think they were second in rush DVOA. So that's not just with your deep backfield with Boston Scott and Miles Mm -hmm. Sanders and all those guys. They can go about three or four deep at running back, uh, Gainwell as well. But also the fact that I think that they don't want Jalen Hurts necessarily to just be a pocket passer. You still want to use his mobility, I think, and get him on the run and get him throwing on the run and also uh, gaining yards down the field. You know, when a play breaks down, he has that capability. Not quite Lamar Jackson-esque, but he certainly has that capability to bust off a big one. If we take a look at where Dak Prescott sits, and if we believe that things play out like we're saying, if we think this defense could actually take a couple of steps back and that they're going to be playing in a bunch of high-scoring games and whatnot, 
that number on Dak Prescott comes out to 255 yards a game for him to hit the over on that. Again, we're having to assume health, and we're having to assume that he's going to play all 17 games. But if so, 255 yards a game for Dak Prescott in that offense, and if we think the games are going to go that direction, is very, very doable yeah. with that receiving core. And especially if Kellen Moore or Collins yeah, plays. Yeah, is very, very doable. And again, you know, from a receiving standpoint, I'm just overs on CeeDee Lamb. I think that that is a, a good bet for that. Our final golf draft of the year on the other side. Coming back, primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I 
detached from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? It look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. College football guide's out now. The NFL guide drops tomorrow. few hours here. Start your football season on the right foot. Expert profiles of every team, including team trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations, plus best bets on the season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Remember, the only way to get this thing this year, both of them actually, the college and the pro guides, is to become a VEASAN All Access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special. Get all access to everything we do from now to the Super Bowl, $175. Or you can really step up to the plate, and this is what I dare you to do. Take advantage of the 50% off monthly price with an annual subscription, and then you're with us for an entire year. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for all your options and to become a part of the Sports Betting Network. As always, drink responsibly. With that ground out, Wes, in the Astros game at the end of the sixth inning, Framber Valdez now has 21 consecutive quality starts. 21 consecutive quality starts for this team. Yeah, 272 on the ERA coming in, only 318 on the XFIP, 12 and 4 and 23 starts. Looking like uh, still only a one run game that he may be going 13 and 4 after this. I mean, just unbelievable. Coming into this game with 20 consecutive quality starts. If you're not aware of what a quality start is, you have to go at least six innings and give up three. Or fewer and they've got another runs. guy that's pretty good as the uh, Cy Young yes. uh, leading candidate right now. And they get Lance McCullers back. Yeah. He's come back recently. So uh, Astros uh, looking uh, pretty solid on that staff. And our, uh, our Orioles bet is dead. Kelly and I just Toast. want to root for this team so badly. So we throw in a little plus money bet. We actually hang tough. Until they have to go to the bullpen, and then things just go completely south after that. It looks like it was, uh, you know, Matt, I don't often watch many full baseball games. Yes. It looked like a rather poor baseball game, just overall. Well, our guys, our guys, certainly on the bad side of variance, and then also we got some really poor plays out of them as well yeah. in, this, in this game. So, it is what it is. And, of course, Luis Robert is up right now, one of the better hitters. In all baseball, so this could get worse pretty quickly here. Uh, all right, so we're going to do our draft. This is going to be interesting. Kelly wins last week, profit of $291. I profited $231. Wes, after cleaning our clocks the week before, comes in third. Took the so pipe last week. Jeez. Therefore, it's going to start off Kelly because we're playing make it, take it here. Kelly goes first, <laughs> then me, then Wes. Kelly your first round draft pick is what, my friend? Sung JM, top 10, minus 110, with the starting strokes. Oh, Wyatt's going to have fun with it th- this this week. We're gonna what a week to end write, write them. Da- we'll write them down, <laughs> and then we'll read them back at the end so that he can just watch the end of the segment, and he'll be able to, to get this done. I am going without starting strokes. Xander Shoffley, top five, plus 150. Xander top five without plus 150. Okay, uh, I'll start with the matchup. Uh, Billy Horschel plus 105 over Colin Marikawa. 
Rory McIlroy. Oh, boy. Plus 140, top five with starting strokes. That was, that was, that, yeah, that was, that's a nice one. I was going there. I was going there. So, since I cannot, let's go back over to the without starting strokes. And since we're all loving Sung JM, we're loving him. You went top 10? I went top 10. Without? With, with starting strokes. You can go without. Oh, then I'll go top 10 <laughs> without at plus 110 on Sung J. Sung J, top 10 without. Plus one ten. No, I mean, I, I guess I don't. I mean, you got to think a little gamesmanship here, though, because if you win yours, I'm probably winning mine. Well, I'm like almost definitely winning mine. But you get the plus one ten versus my one, my minus one ten. We'll see if that matters. Hey, <laughs> it could, it could. Okay, John Rom, top five with starting strokes, plus one ninety. Was that Rom top five? Yes. Is that what it was? Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Corey Connors. Oh, no. Top 10. I was just writing these down (laughs) because I thought for sure that was mine. Top 10 plus 135 without starting strokes. Oh, that one's, that's brutal. Okay. I bet him anyway. Let's go Billy Horschel without top 10. Bravo. You got me to cross off one of mine now. Horschel top 10. Without, and I'm getting plus 160 on that? I'm plus getting, I'm getting yep. plus 160 on that. That was my next one, so you got me to cross one There off. we go. Okay, uh, let's go with a uh, tournament three ball here, a tournament trio. And we will go with, I think that's right, Corey Connors plus $2 in a three ball against Jordan Spieth and Joaquin Neiman. Okay, I'm going to go... Tournament matchup, Joaquin Neiman over Jordan Spieth at minus 110. Tony Finau, top five, with the strokes, plus 225. This seems mispriced to me, almost. So I, I like this a lot. Yeah, what is what is that Finau top 10 with the strokes? So he's at... He starts at four under. Yes. He starts at four under. And I am sitting here. I'm getting a top five on him. Yeah, plus 225. Plus 225 with the strokes. That is one not offered here, but twere it to be offered, I would be be on it. Yeah. Okay, let's take a shot here. Uh, Xander Shoffley, four to one, low American. Ooh, I like that. Um, all right, I'm going to go Scheffler or Shoffley to win plus 130. You know Finau's starting T5? Yes. He's starting, yeah. and I'm getting plus that's 225. Right, that's why I had to bounce back and forth to see where he was actually starting at, but yeah. He is starting T5. Oh, no, I'm with you. I, like, I really like that bet. So, in the same vein, then, Rory... Top five with the strokes plus one forty. Plus one forty. No, I already did that one. Oh, you already did that one. Yeah, if you're just saying that for the draft, yeah, I already did that one. You already did the Rory top five. All right. Well, then, what was my other? 
Well, I did. So but I there's think. definitely some value, like in that exact, like that exact market that we're yeah. talking about right now. Like top five, top ten, where these guys, some of these are, guys are starting in the position in already. Yeah, they're already in it. It's like basically you just need them to hold position. Right. I mean, now, now if you're betting these at home, keep in mind uh, most of these shops are going to dead heat you on these. So that that could very much come into play this week. Yeah. But but still. But the books out there that do not, even if you're getting a little bit worse number. Bet these things. Yeah. I, I don't know what Bet MGM's hanging this week, but they yeah. usually always don't dead heat on these. So I would be all of it. Okay, so if you bet Rory with, then I'll bet him top five without, plus 150. Rory, top five without, plus 150. Let's see, so that's so like, and that's even just, to, okay, we're, we're obviously doing our draft here, but betting-wise, right, Matt, that's mm-hmm. a terrible bet, right, compared to what we, you might as well take with yes. the starting strokes for 10 cents less yes. at plus 140. Absolutely. Absolutely. A, a lot of this, a lot of this, like, I know this tournament format is funky, but, like, for everybody out there that is betting golf this week, just look at things like that. Like, it's very easy to figure out in your mind, like, what what makes sense for mm-hmm. a number and what doesn't. Did anybody already do Rory McIlroy top five without? Kelly. Kelly did. No, no, I did with. <laughs> or okay. with, and you then did I, did, with and that. I just now did without. <laughs> yes. Okay, so both of them are gone. Okay, yeah. so we cleared that up. Both then. are gone. Rory to win hasn't been taken, though. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pass on that. But <laughs> I will go with... Uh, let's go uh, Tony Finau top five without at plus 240. Or did you did you Was take that no, the one I did you with? I did, did with. with? Okay. Yeah. I did with. Okay, I'll go without at plus And he did without. There it is. So there we have it. Now we're going to read through these, and this is just for, for Wyatt downstairs. Xander top five without plus 150. Sungjae top 10 without plus 110. Horschel top 10 without plus 160. Finau top five with plus 225. And Rory top five without plus 150. And mine, uh, Billy Horschel, plus 105 over Colin Morikawa. John Rahm, T5, with starting strokes, plus 190. Corey Connors, 2-1, to one, three ball over Jordan Spieth and Joaquin Neiman. Xander Schauffele, plus $4, low American. And Tony Finau, plus 240, top five without starting strokes. For me, Sungjae, top 10, with starting strokes, minus 110. Rory, plus 140, top five, with starting strokes. Corey Connors, top 10, plus 135, without starting strokes. Me- Neiman, minus 110, mm. over Spieth in a tournament match up and Scheffler or Shoffley to win at plus 130. And for everybody here on Primetime Action, let's go Sung JM this week. Yeah, I mean, seriously. And guys, again, we can drive this home. Can't only do this so many times. Know what you're betting this week. It can get confusing. Be sure that you are under the right tab. Stick around for the nightcap. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. 
to the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.